0: Good day, everyone. You're listening to a brand new episode of the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. Thank you for joining us. Now, this is episode number 69, recorded on Monday, December 6th, 2021 from Citizen Square in beautiful downtown Fort Wayne. On today's show, I'm pleased to talk with someone who has led our community through a challenging time these past several years. The COVID-19 pandemic has changed all of our lives and While there are many different opinions and questions about the pandemic, this individual has calmly and confidently guided us in the right direction. I speak on behalf of many of our residents how grateful we are for your leadership. I'm pleased to welcome Allen County Commissioner Dr. Matthew Sutter to the program. Dr. Sutter, thank you so much for coming today.
1: Thanks Mayor Henry.
0: I do have a number of questions and and, in fact I wish we had all morning to talk, but uh, uh, there are a few select questions that I'm sure that everyone is, uh, is eager to hear your answers to. Now during this pandemic, we're reminded how important it is to listen to health experts like yourself, and not to assume that everything we're reading or hearing from our friends and our family and what we're seeing on, on, on social media is correct. Now, can you begin by by telling us actually where we can find the most accurate information?
1: Yeah, thanks. So, absolutely, there is so much misinformation right now, um, and uh, you know, a quick scan of, of Facebook or Instagram would show just uh, very confident statements that are absolutely incorrect according to the according to science. Um, you know, it's hard to find trusted sources of information, um, and I know the CDC has taken a lot of flack, but I think they're still very good. They do very good science briefs. Uh, their website is changing all the time, um, and it provides the most up-to-date information. It's what we reference, um, and when there's a particular question or a detail, um, you know, I, I check back and I realize that, that they've updated things mm-hmm. as new studies come in. Um, they also have a, a weekly M-M-W-R, which is not specific for COVID. It's been around for a long time for all infectious disease, where they post some of the latest research, um, both good sources. And the Indiana Department of Health does a nice job. And then our website also would be a great place to get local information and also links.
0: I, would, I think I'd probably recommend of all of those, probably your website over others, because sometimes the CDC and and other groups speak in jargon that uh, a little hard to understand, whereas yours uh, has been, uh, uh, continues to be written uh, in a way that most of us can understand.
1: Yeah, that's very kind. And, and these are difficult topics. There's mm-hmm. nuance in understanding science and how to, how to um, evaluate papers, especially if they don't agree with each other, it gets very complicated.
0: Well, what have we seen locally in terms of the infection itself, hospitalization, you know, uh, over the past couple of years, uh, sometimes we were extremely worried about the availability of beds, availability of hospital personnel, which I believe was your constant uh, concern was to, to make sure that we had enough resources. How, where are we
1: at now? Yeah, well, we're, we're right back there in in the difficult times. So our daily case rate, our average daily case rate for COVID-19 cases is above 300 now mm-hmm. and still going up. So it's higher than the earlier Delta surge uh, at late summer, early fall. So we went down a little bit, but we're, we're right back up. And our hospitals are really feeling the strain. They're, but it, there's this is record not
0: Omicron, Uh, So this is is still Delta. The
1: vast majority of people being admitted and the vast majority of people on vents and dying are unvaccinated. So really one of our biggest issues is the fact that our vaccination rate is not very high. If you look at the eligible population, which right now is five and over, we're about 52% right about where the state is, which is not particularly good.
0: Let's talk about that for a second. Uh, Before the show we were talking about the fact that Indiana uh, for whatever reason, uh, continues to be very low as far as the vaccination rate nationally. I think we were saying it was, I think I read it was uh, number 11,
1: uh, which is not too good. No, it's really not. And and I think that really gets back to the fact that this issue has become politicized. You know, vaccines have never been particularly political before, but they are now. uh, And that there's just rampant misinformation.
0: I also read, again, I, maybe I'm reading too much, but I also read or heard that, uh, interestingly enough, uh, I, I felt that a lot of people were not being vaccinated because they didn't want to be told what to do by the government, or they claimed that they already had it, therefore they didn't. But one of the things that I, again, I read or I heard was perhaps one of the problems that we're having is, The media keeps showing people on TV getting the shots, the needles actually going into their arms. And that causes a lot of fear in people because more people than we realize are scared to death of needles. So they keep showing that and people in return are not going to go in and get it because they're scared of needles. Are you experiencing that as well?
1: Uh, You know, so it's a great point because there's a tremendous amount of needle hysteria and needle phobia in the public. And most people won't say that or maybe not even believe that in their mind. They believe it's something else and it's easy to find another thing to to, uh, put on. But here's what I'd say. The vaccines are safe and effective. We have now given hundreds of millions of doses. Um, This is the most scrutinized rollout of a pharmaceutical or pharmaceuticals in the history of the world. Um, And what we know is there are very rare serious side effects but they're mostly on the order of one in a hundred thousand, which is 10 times your lifetime risk of being struck by lightning. Um, so on the other hand, you, you need to, there is some risk. It's tiny, but there's some risk, but you got to put that against what's the risk of actually contracting the virus. And that's significant. All of the serious things that happen with the vaccines happen with COVID, but at, at rates that are hundred or a thousand times more, COVID's going to be around with us forever. I don't see any scenario where it goes away, which means eventually everybody's going to get infected with it. And I would strongly recommend that people have the most protection they can when they do get infected.
0: Do you feel that someday we may be in the same position with COVID as we are with a lot of the other uh, illnesses that were around when we were young, like the measles and the mumps and, and the chickenpox and? where now there are vaccines for those and they become a part of uh, the educational program. You can't go to school until you get those shots. Do you think eventually
1: uh, we might have the same situation with COVID? Uh, Certainly that's possible. I mean, it makes a lot of sense to do that Mm -hmm. um, uh, in in many ways. You know, what I'm hearing from a lot of the experts and the virologists is they think that COVID-19 will eventually become... More like the other coronaviruses. There's four circulating coronaviruses that cause kind of common colds, and that everybody will eventually either die, develop immunity, or get vaccinated, or some combination. Except for the death thing, of
0: course. So, but, so we might have, a, and then
1: we would be living with it.
0: We'd be living. So with it. we could get along with our flu shot every year. We could get a COVID shot every year.
1: Yeah, and we might not even need to. There's some speculation that the fact that as one, things continue to transition that once you've been fully vaccinated, you might just get a mild infection every year and uh, the infection might be your booster. Oh, okay, That's kind okay. of what happens with coronaviruses now and okay, why we don't consider them a big problem. Okay. okay. What about this new variant? Om- Omicron? Yeah, Omicron or Omicron, Omicron I guess, are both I I agree, both
0: ways. <laughs> uh, what is that and where are we now scientifically
1: yeah, so uh, Omicron is a variant of concern. Uh, World Health Organization just put that out in the last couple of weeks. It looks like it was, it was first found in South Africa. Most likely it originated somewhere in Africa, but it's important to note that where you first find it is not always where it arose. South Africa is doing more testing than the rest of Africa. Um, so um, it rapidly replaced Delta in South Africa, which makes us think that it's probably more fit or more transmissible. And it's following a pattern very similar to what Delta did, um, you know, when it came to the United States and other countries, where Delta rapidly replaced all the other variants. Um, so if that's the case, you know, we're already seeing cases in the United States.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The amount of sequence we're, sequencing we're doing to actually, you know, do sur- active surveillance on this is not very much. So the chances are that it's, that it's in the United States now. And if we see a similar pattern, it may rapidly replace Delta.
0: We've still got Delta around. We've got this new variant. And yet, doctor, everywhere I go, uh, I see the masses gathering without masking. Uh, Almost everywhere I go, uh, the uh, hospitality or uh, places or or, uh, supermarkets or whatever, they all are saying it's optional. Uh, What are your feelings on this?
1: Yeah, it's really mixed. I mean, I would love to see our case counts go down. I mean, in a in a ideal world, what we'd see is high vaccination rates. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, we'd see outbreaks. When the outbreaks come up, um, you know, you put some some measures into place where people are wearing masking or maybe limit their gatherings and such until the cases come back down, and then you go back to life as normal. Unfortunately, we do not have a high vaccination rate. And we do not have much public acceptance of doing simple things like masking. Such but and such. I don't hear
0: I don't hear the super spreader term much anymore. You know, you, we have all these thousands of people gathering for music concerts and so on. It used to be uh, a year and a half ago, so everybody was worried about those environments being a foundation for a super spreader event, and yet I don't I don't hear a, a, a lot about that anymore.
1: Yeah, it's partly because of the background uh, rates of infection in the community. Certainly, those are still happening. There are people going to events and spreading it to a number of other people. Um, you know, most of that is covered by privacy laws. Um, so we know that about it internally, but, but there's no way that we would uh, put that out externally.
0: You've mentioned several times that we have a low vaccination rate or considerably lower than others. Uh, what do we do? do? Do we just accept that you know, 50% of the people, no matter what we say or do? Because I know you've been uh, preaching this for quite some time, as have I, uh, and others uh, saying that we believe in science and, and this, is, this is the right thing to do. And yet we still only have, uh, you know, I would go as high as 55% of our population vaccinated. What do we do about the other 45 percent? Do we just accept the fact that they're not going to get vaccinated and the eventually they're probably going to get it and they'll just have to live through it? And as you said a few minutes ago, that just may be a part of our life forever. And and uh, uh, there is always going to be a percentage of people who, for a number of reasons, just will not get vaccinated.
1: Is that the way it's going to be? Well, it's hard to say. I mean, it took us five years to get people vaccinated for polio. No, and, you true. know, polio was, pe- people were excited. Pe- there was dancing in the streets when, you know, that's when the polio vaccine came that's out. True. So we forget that, that that this is not the first time people have not wanted to get vaccinated and people have been worried about vaccines. These are much cleaner vaccines than the polio vaccine. They're much safer. Um, and yet many people will not want to get them. You know, the typical thing that will happen is there is there is natural immunity. And I, I don't like that term. Mm-hmm. It's infection-mediated <laughs> immunity. So you can have vaccine-mediated immunity. You can have infection-mediated immunity. They're both natural. They're both your body's response to something that's not part of you coming into your system. Um, the, one is no more natural than the other. <clears throat> but you do get, in fact, you do get some immunity from infection. It's really good for 90 days. Looks like it probably drops off after that. but It's really variable. Some people probably have longer. Some people have shorter. We, it's just not as consistent as what we're seeing with the vaccines. Um, and it looks like the vaccine one is probably better. There's a couple studies out now that suggest that.
0: If you've been vaccinated, you need to get a booster.
1: Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> I, I was a little iffy on the science. Certainly for over 65, mm-hmm. that's been clear. You know, since we've had boosters, right. you know, six months, you start to even get some decrease in your ability to fight off serious disease. In the under 65, um, it wasn't as clear to me, but I, we are definitely seeing signal that there is some waning at six months. So yeah, I'd say everybody over 18 um, who's been vaccinated, get your booster. Now, again, that's a marginal effect. That's a small effect. What we want people to do is get their first one right? Uh, because that's a big effect.
0: Oh, shoot. Well, is there anything else that we need to cover today in the time that
1: we have left that people n- need to know in the community? You know, I think the biggest thing right now, people know about masking and social distancing Mm -hmm. and vaccinations and have largely, I think, made up their minds, at least for now. What I don't think that people know is how bad the hospitals are right now. Uh, Um, Most people think that really there's a problem with hospitals. The hospitals are really feeling the strain. The COVID numbers keep coming up. Um, With the previous Delta surge, it started in in the south and moved up. Mm -hmm. And this is starting in the north and moving down. So we are ahead of the rest of the state by about a week or two in terms of case counts and admissions.
0: I noticed that in the red States are all around us. Yeah. And Uh, we
1: will be in red this week. Most likely, uh, IDOH hasn't updated their numbers for today, but as of the weekend, we were at 15.1%. That puts us in red on Wednesday. Hmm.
0: Well, I think all of you listeners have got the word. If you haven't been vaccinated, by all means, get vaccinated. If you have get your booster, uh, whatever we can do to, to, uh, to drive these numbers down. Uh, it really upsets me that Indiana uh, is in the position that is in, that so many of our residents uh, have chosen not to be vaccinated. That's really unfortunate. Well, Dr. Sutter, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. I want to once again thank you for serving our community and for leading us through this COVID-19 pandemic. I know it's not easy, uh, but you really provided tremendous leadership. So I want to thank you for that. And thank all of you again. Uh, thank you for listening and tuning in today. It is another great day in the city of Fort Wayne, so let's keep our momentum going. This is Mayor Tom Henry, and we'll see you again soon.